Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war... <gasps> I'm Jenna Stieber, and I play Astra Blep, a fey-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is, and I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Statehar, playing Patty Hertz, a rat-folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Luchmeyer, playing Z-Elf, an elfin battle <laughs> chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. Z.Elf is really his name. No, it <laughs> Just, can't. His first name is Z. Yeah. Finally, his last name is Elf. Yeah, Zebulon Elf. <laughs> is it just like a bad French accent where you're like, oh, Z-Elf. Z-Elf. That's a whole can of snails that I don't want to open. Slimy. Of course, led today and for all time by our illustrious and bodacious GM, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? I'm great. I spent about a half hour before we started designing a fake cereal box for this game that no one's going to see. Very exciting. We uh-huh. saw it. We don't count. Story of Justin's life. Putting a lot of effort into things that we just ignore. That's fine. <laughs> I just want to share that I was asking Justin if I could buy some adventuring gear. And he was like, well, yeah, of course. Just, you know, tell me what you're interested in. And I was like, I don't know, you know, maybe a lantern, maybe some caltrops. And then he comes back and he's got this caltrops crunch cereal. <laughs> well, okay, you're leaving out the part, Paul, where you suggested that it could be made out of cereal. <laughs> okay, no. You're not innocent in this. Objection. Objection. He says, what's a funny food-related thing that could be a caltrop? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, an unshelled chestnut <laughs> a, a stale corn chip. I was thinking walnut shells. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. A breakfast cereal, and he was like, "Okay, it's breakfast cereal." Were the tooth fairies like you know breaking into like our room and stealing Astra's teeth? Like, we should take precautions tonight because, like, I mean, Astra definitely. If I lost teeth, I would join you in solidarity, but like don't take it personally. I'm not looking to lose my teeth tonight. Like so Johnny, you're too pretty to lose any teeth. Look at you. But like I could. <laughs> they just can't. <laughs> 
Did you say they just came in? <laughs> they just came in the, the house that night, all right? And, oh, like, I just... see. Oh, <laughs> okay, you're not saying, like, your adult teeth just came in. I understand, okay. Johnny's super old and just lost his baby. I was like, is this a characteristic of Ifrits that I wasn't aware of? They don't get their adult teeth till they're, like, 100 years old? They're like sharks. He actually just lost his adult teeth, and he's now... T- he's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Elderly teeth. Yeah. Oh God! I mean, I don't know how else to do it. Every century, you lose a set of teeth. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> At a certain point, elves and a half elves, we just have to swap out for some wooden teeth when ours get too nasty. We have excellent wood carvers. Mm-hmm. They're finer teeth than humans have. <laughs> but the splinters, ugh. There's no humans in the group, so it's like, it's like <laughs> everyone's just like, sure. Everyone scratches their head. <laughs> Patty can't understand any of this because her teeth grow constantly and she has to chew on things to keep them short. Of course. <laughs> like the oh. next one. Patty has more than enough teeth for everyone. <laughs> Johnny raises a good point. Uh, Self doesn't really have the kind of spell casting where he can create a ward against invisible or fairy type creatures. Uh, if no one in the party does, maybe we can get some kind of magic item. Maybe. Is there any way we could like, I could work together with one of the magic users with my craft trap skill to put some sort Ooh. of tooth fairy <gasps> trap together? Yes. They think yes. they're sneaking in yes. and they stick their foot into a tiny floss noose <laughs> tiny floss yeah. noose adorable i love that all my traps are nooses i'm thinking more like a box on a stick even better okay with a pile of like teeth like to lure them in yeah we get something that they like like an artificial <laughs> tooth and we put it under the box propped up by a stick and then if they go in there they trip a little trigger and it slam shut on them i honestly think that will work also guys where are we staying tonight do we have a hotel room like what's the deal we can stay anywhere we want patty (laughs) we could stay with the count in the rooms that he had set aside for us before we all left in midnight Mm. or we could go back to grotten's again and break in while he's sleeping (laughs) (laughs) his couch was so uncomfortable let's go back to the counts so the four of you uh return to the vilna estate late in the evening Patty sets to work building traps uh, along the windows uh, so that no tooth fairies can break in uh, <laughs> and steal anybody's teeth. She's got some f- fake teeth <laughs> as, as a lure. The remainder of you uh, head to bed. Justin, I want to do something before I go to bed. I want to cast Polypurpose Panacea. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm casting it is because Zelf has now realized that the magic still in him is affecting his spellcasting. Yeah. And he wants to start trying to understand it to see if he can ah. use it as part of his personal brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his own flair. Ah. Sure. That's great. Go ahead and roll the on the table. Okay. Uh, or maybe to see if he can figure out how to get rid of it. Okay. But that's secondary. <laughs> I rolled a three out of 100. The caster is affected by a slow spell for five rounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect for going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> a chamomile spell. <laughs> uh, well, the spell is polypurpose panacea. The one I'm going to choose is lucid dream. If you take this oh. panacea within one hour of going to sleep, you have a lucid dream that is under your control and lasts for an hour. Mm-hmm. This is something Zelf used as a low-level magic chef 
to continue practicing his cooking. <laughs> wow. This time, I think he's going to use it to go over his plans for the heist. Awesome. Johnny's going to be doing exercises next to you while you're doing all this. Oh. <laughs> Poor Astra. Everyone's doing activities again. It's Astra just wants to go to bed. Stop, <sighs> stop cooking, stop exercising, and stop setting up traps. It's 2 a.m. It's time to go all right. to bed. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. I just got to do. I just got to hit it one more time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> almost done. Jeez. Oh, my God. Zelf, you eat the food that you prepared. You feel like you're starting to move in slow motion like your body is made out of claymation and you lay down in bed uh and drift off to sleep for the first hour of your sleep you have a very very productive dream excellent where you are able to walk through uh what you predict the next night is going to be like it's kind of like uh, a Spider-Man effect, as if you're <laughs> moving at normal speed, everything else around you is slow, uh, you have time to react, and you have time to think of anything that might come up against you. Yeah, for the record, I think he's probably way off. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm imagining, yeah, he, he doesn't know what a candy gang is going to be like. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, as you're moving through uh, what you imagine the mausoleum is going to be like, nothing like what it actually is, uh, you move from room to room, and eventually you find that you've walked into theophagy as it once was. Oh, no. Back when the chairman was running it. Oh, shit. Great. And you find that the place is completely empty, uh, except for the chairman himself, who sits at a table alone in one of his flashiest suits. He stares at you as if he's waiting for you to join him. Wow. Well, Zelf realizes this is no longer the spell that he created. But maybe it's been influenced by Ebnir and the Leyline magic. Hard to say. But Zelf is always game for something paranormal, so he'll <laughs> go ahead and have a seat. You sit down next to him. You're you're sitting next to a, a large window in the restaurant, and looking outside, Milnor, you see water is rising and rising and kind of overtaking the city until the entire window is below water. It's like an aquarium outside of the window. <gasps> Otherwise, what what does theophagy look like before it became uh, carnivore and meat themed stuff? <laughs> right. Well, the chairman always liked wordplay. So on the surface, the restaurant's theme was food so good that it was fit for the gods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Served by the chairman to mortals. But in the chairman's own mind, it was part of his own fascination with the idea of eating gods to become a god. Mm -hmm. So uh, all of the decorations were like a Greek statuary, just really opulent high class but a little creepy in ways that are hard to pin down the chairman looks at you and says the subconscious mind is so interesting isn't it oh man i can magically program specific information to be repeated to you but your imagination is left to do the rest you're lacking your own vision as always self <laughs> oh <Bug>. burn <laughs> damn well, if I'm talking to some programmed information, then there's no real use for a zinger, is there? <laughs> figures that you would try to get the last laugh, even beyond your deathbed. <laughs> the chairman kind of chuckles, and as you guys talk, you see that Manny walks out. He's <laughs> dressed in what was like the standard theophagy waiter uniform, uh, and he serves the two of you the exact meal that was gifted to you in the will. Great. 
Manny looks absolutely terrified and like his hands are shaking. Uh, it causes like the plates to clatter around. You fed it to him. Oh, Manny. <laughs> you know, I once drove a man to madness using dream naga fillets like this. I convinced him he was being spoken to by Iris. And for all that work, I didn't even get to eat a demigod in the end. This fucker. God, right? <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Well, Zelf thinks about that and says, well, isn't that an interesting nugget, if I can believe it? <laughs> is that what this is about, Chairman? Demigods? Indeed. Hopefully my one true heir will have better luck than I did. I'm speaking to you here tonight to tell you the obvious. There are certain possessions that I couldn't leave you through proper channels. So, finally, to my apprentice, Zelf. You now know implicitly where I've hidden my forbidden cookbooks, the full breadth of my culinary knowledge. And Zelf, you do know exactly where they're hidden now. Oh, I thought it was going to be a puzzle where I would have to make this exact smoothie. (laughs) They are uh, not particularly easy to get to, but not impossible either. Uh, Definitely within your capabilities. Great. The books alone will only get you so far, though, to use them. And truly fulfill your destiny, you'll also need what I left Bocus and Grattan. Oh. But to be clear, this is not to encourage you to work together. After all, only one of you can take up my mantle. <laughs> Naga, you made it very clear that we were just the top three. <sighs> Manny kind of leans in and whispers, Are you asleep? Or are you awake? Oh. A little bit of both, Manny. And if this scares you, you're hardly prepared to be a battle chef of Milnar. Manny kind of looks down on his feet, but he is also, you know, perfectly willing to accept that maybe <laughs> that's the case. Oh, yeah. Manny. Self is going to pat him on the arm and say, talk about it in the morning. <laughs> Chairman, if all of this was some ploy so that the top apprentice would eventually be a meal on your table, returning you to life or from wherever you're in hiding, would you tell me? (laughs) I can only tell you what I programmed myself to tell you, you know, over a year ago when I created this meal for you. So whatever answer you prefer, Zelf, your subconscious can come up with it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 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 Yeah, Zelf is going to be quiet for a second. And he says, you know, in spite of everything, Chairman, it's good to see you. The Chairman kind of sits back uh, and smiles. You can tell that there's some pride there, but maybe more for himself for doing such a good job teaching you how to cook. (laughs) He doesn't say anything. And then a shadow falls over your table. The chairman doesn't react at all, as if he doesn't even notice. But Zelf, you see that the window has been blocked by a gigantic creature that is swimming Mm. by. It's just a blur of like black scales until it suddenly stops. And there's a single yellow eye, like as large as the window itself, peering Mm -hmm. in. It's looking directly at you. You feel like it's looking straight through you. And you feel like the pink ley line magic begin like pouring out of your hands just like it did when you first absorbed it ah oh, fuck yeah that's terrifying yeah. it makes a lot of sense too <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake up oh, Jesus. In, in the morning johnny is definitely gonna be like i don't know where you've got 
the Tootsie Bullet smoothie, but he's definitely going to... haversack. Well, he's probably going to be, like, looking at your haversack, like, as you get up and he's like, hey, um, could you make me a smoothie? Johnny, sometimes in the morning, it's just so hard to find time to make a healthy meal. I know. Yeah. Instead of shortchanging yourself by taking one of those quick, unhealthy options, or even worse, no breakfast at all. Why not start the day with a smoothie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, come on, Johnny. Tell me your favorite recipe. Okay. Like. <laughs> and they all have smoothies for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> ah, hell yeah. Oh, God. Um, as you guys are preparing breakfast, yeah. everybody else is kind of milling around. Manny will approach you, Zelf. He won't directly ask you, but he'll keep, like, alluding to, like, oh, oh, I had some crazy dreams last night. (laughs) He'll just keep bringing it up and looking at you intensely. Yeah? Uh, I don't know. It's funny to milk it. I've also had crazy (laughs) dreams before. Like, one time, like, I had this dream, like, I was trying to, like, chase this giant cat. But, like, when I got close to it, it was really small. It was nuts. <laughs> Usually it works in reverse, doesn't it? I know. You'll also notice that as like Bantaro comes to sit down for breakfast, uh, Taft Warsaw is with him. And Taft is not his usual rambunctious self. Uh, Johnny, you know that Taft's father had died and he had went to Arrow Peak right. uh, to handle that. Um, but he sits down with Bantaro for breakfast and greets you all. Bro, we got smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and, and Shyla show up eventually as well. <laughs> I mean, now that Castian's not here, I gotta have somebody else to shit talk. That's so funny. I think Warsaw would love a smoothie, bro. I think it would help him out. He's gonna get weighed down, alright? Like, he doesn't need that. God, if Zelf offers uh, Bantara Squad smoothies, do they take it? Or have they firmly decided they hate all of us? <laughs> I think that Erin will also take a smoothie from you because she doesn't know yet that you poisoned her. She only knows that the meal that you fed her was delicious. She'll play cool, but she will want to eat more of your food. Great. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's all Johnny. What does he put in a smoothie? Maybe like a little avocado probably for some healthy fat? Dude, yeah. And for texture. Absolutely. Maybe a little peanut butter or some other nut that's in season. Dude, I was thinking peanut butter, and like, honestly, I'm a big fan of strawberries. Like, yeah. (laughs) A bold statement. I'm a big fan of strawberries. (laughs) I don't think Astra wants this weird, smooth food. (laughs) Astra, it's smooth and cold. Check it out. (laughs) I appreciate that it's um, it's just nice slurping slurpable food i mean honestly <laughs> it probably is pretty good because you don't have teeth right? well, i can still yeah. i got most of my teeth <laughs> not there yet. oh oh okay i'm sorry All right, no I'm let sorry. me have it let me have a slurp of that she's gonna get a brain freeze instantly <laughs> oh, <laughs> take no. one mouthful. why does this uh, food hurt <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're the healer of the group. You've got to be an effort. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Hot hands, John. He definitely, like, kind of massages her scalp or something like that. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Justin, is there a way to tactfully broach the subject of Taft's incrimination? Are you... Zelf has never been tactful, so what are you asking <laughs> yeah. for? Tactful oh, Zelf. No, he said it. <laughs> I was trying to weasel it out of Justin with you, right? <laughs> Zelf, go ahead and make uh, a diplomacy check uh, if you want to try and be diplomatic. Justin, that's the skill that I'm the best at. (laughs) (laughs) So diplomatic. I rolled a six plus three is a nine. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He sounded so proud. The best you've ever done. (laughs) So proud of his nine. (laughs) It's a lot higher than my last diplomacy check. Self is going to say, he'll say, you know, it's so good to see you. You you weren't in a good spot the last time we saw you, which is right after New Haven. Uh-oh. <laughs> How are things with the prince? Uh-oh. Sorry to hear about your dad. Okay, great. Astro, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, what's up, bros? Hey, we got smoothies? <laughs> It's great. Yeah, good to see you. Like, things have been crazy. Yeah. Uh, Taft's not offended. (laughs) He seems tired. But you can also tell there's a side of him that you've only seen once before, which was when the prince gave the speech Hmm. where he is a little uh, angry. And he's like, well, I wish I could tell you, bro, but uh, I wasn't allowed anywhere near the prince uh, for the last week, I, even though I went all the way up to Alatir and tried to meet with him. Uh, everybody just kept shutting me out. You can see Bantaro get a little defensive. <laughs> and he speaks to both you and Taft. And he says, I think that we would all do very well not to talk openly against the monarchy <laughs> and he'll turn to you specifically johnny and say and i also think that we need to not be quite as trusting because what? our naivety will perhaps allow <laughs> others to take advantage of people <laughs> you can see he's like not sure how to take that the wheels are turning yeah the wheels are just like is this guy telling me not to trust him should i like what but if he told me not to trust him does that mean he's trustworthy or if he's lying <laughs> bantaro can see you working through this and he says no johnny you shouldn't trust me you shouldn't trust me and you shouldn't trust taft and you shouldn't trust Windstar. Ooh. if you think that there's a conspiracy going on you shouldn't trust anybody and you should also not talk about the conspiracy at breakfast. <laughs> Dude, is that what you came over to talk about? That's like not good breakfast conversation. So, come on, dude. About that time, Count Vilnet walks in and has no idea that the mood <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, what is the energy at this breakfast table? It's bad. <laughs> I've got the invitations. <laughs> uh, Zelf, he will hand you uh, five invitations that are for a charity fundraiser, raising money for the Milnor Food Bank at Marth by Marth, uh, invitation only special event. Love it. Please take these and give them to any chefs that you find suspicious that you would like to be there for you to interrogate. But also know that your own invitation will have to come out of this pool as well. So Zelf and Patty, and then three guests of your choosing. Mm. Nice. Can we bring plus ones? 
I did broach the topic with Duke Marth. He is willing to hear out uh, a case for Astra and Johnny as perhaps wait staff or the like. <laughs> Whoa. I'd love to help. Yeah, dude. I- oh. <laughs> Johnny looks great in a jacket. Johnny would be a friendly but only slightly competent server. And then, like, I could, like, make sure you guys, like, got good service. Like, I think that would work out well. It pays to know the staff. Yeah. No, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find my own way in, I guess. Uh, Zelf will tuck the invitations away. Before you guys get started on your regular day, Patty, I'm going to have you uh, make your check to influence the rumors and information that are trickling Ah, in from Fainalyn. Yes, yes. So you've been doing extremely well at this you've you've made every check so your base check i I believe is a plus nine and you're going to get a bonus of a plus six on top of that this one is going to be a dc 27 okay Uh, so i'll tell you what the rumors are first and then you can decide how and if you want to manipulate them okay excellent you have been masterfully handling everything up until this point you've been dismissing everything that you can blaming the rest on castian (laughs) Today, you get a couple new pieces of gossip. So first, you hear that along with you and Ansel, whose names have already been floated, uh, now both Astra and Zelf are being publicly implicated for crimes in Phanalyn. Um, you also hear that Astra's family has been brought into the court of the Archmage for questioning. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Okay. Secondly, you hear a sad tale about a small dueling coven at Fainalyn Academy <gasps> who were sentenced to Bitterhold Dungeon for <gasps> aiding and abetting Patty Hertz. What? Despite the members' claims <laughs> that they had no idea who she really was. <gasps> what? Oh, what? No! My sisters! Oh, Wynn Horn is such a bastard. My sisters! Oh. Does the implication that Astra is a part of this interact with her reputation as the hero of Fanolin at all? People won't readily believe the worst about Astra, although coming from the court <laughs> of the Archmage, it will create doubt and people will have to kind of ask themselves which is true. Her parents are going to be so sad she didn't tell them she was in town. It's going to come up. Oh, boy. Honestly, with that explanation, I'm not overly concerned about Astra's family. I mean, the fact that people have some doubts about them, no offense, Astra, but the bleps are a little shifty, (laughs) and I feel like that's kind of par for the course. Wow. (laughs) It says Patty Hurts. God. Wow. Patty's heard about the blep wiles. Infamous. (laughs) So what do I want to do about the sorority girls, though? One other downside of Sasha being captured was that your Maddie alias is now is busted. Okay, we're in the thick of it. Number one concern has to be protecting our identities and the fact that we're in Mjolnir. Like, do I want to go bust these girls out of the dungeon right now? Yes, they are my sisters. I took an (laughs) oath of sisterhood, but I can't (laughs) accomplish any of that if we just get arrested tomorrow. So I think I want to focus on, is there a way I can spin, maybe start a rumor that we all were headed in a different direction, that we went to another city or another area of the country to avoid 
any suspicion that we might be in Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I think that's going to be my plan for now, because I think that's the most pressing concern. Anywhere specifically or just somewhere far from Mjolnir? I don't know if I want to... Oh, I'm thinking so hard about this. Do I want to say that we (laughs) fled elsewhere, or do I just want to start a rumor that we've been spotted? I want to start a rumor that we've been Mm. spotted elsewhere, maybe somewhere way down to the south, far away from Mjolnir. I don't want it to, to indicate that we're like on the run, because I don't want to imply guilt, but we've we've just been spotted <laughs> elsewhere in the country. I love that. Awesome. Interesting. So we really went north, but the rumor is we were seen south. Exactly. So you are going to roll a d20 and add 15 to it. We're looking for a 27 or higher, Caitlin. All right. <sighs> I rolled a 9, so a 15 gives me a 26. Sorry, what is 9 plus 15? Oh, did I say it was 26? <laughs> I was looking at the 20. It's a 24. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we went to a school where we could choose not to do that. That's true. We did. We went to private school. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first time, Patty, that you feel like your rumors aren't really catching on. Ooh. A couple people are like, didn't you tell me that your name was Maddie oh, shit. yesterday? <laughs> and now they're saying that Maddie is an identity that Patty Hurts was using. Like, it's getting a little suspicious. Mm. You also see Aaron Starsinger trailing you. <sighs> she can't actually tell you without being noticed. But she's she's kind of following your attempts to spread rumors. She has a spell that does a similar thing. Oh, my God. This bitch. This bitch, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> And so she's trying to follow you up and spread rumors about how uh, Patty Hertz has been trying to revamp her image, but she's still the same person she's always been. Hate um, <laughs> it. When uh, she sees you notice her, she goes, wow, Patty, bravo. Your regular Scarlet Joe hamster out here acting all morning. <laughs> God fucking Aaron Starsinger. You know what, Aaron? I know that you don't have anything to do in this town right now other than just glom on to other people's invites, but maybe you need to just go find somewhere else to be. Uh, she's like, yeah, maybe I will, Patty. Maybe I'll go practice for my production for the Queen because, you know, I'm an artist and you're just an instigator. I mean, you certainly need to practice, so I think that's a great idea. <laughs> God. Patty, there's two more things that you learn. These aren't really rumors. They're just facts that you pick up. Uh, the first is that you learned that there were two attacks by the Beast of Mjolnir overnight in West Mjolnir. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. So you have information about that that you guys can follow up on. Yeah. You also hear that Madame Ogavia, who is, as you know, oh. the uh, the owner of astrology today. Right. Uh, she <laughs> has written a lot of articles that Pearl has shown you <laughs> about your past, all tabloid and <laughs> exaggerated. <laughs> you hear a rumor from Fainalyn that Madame Ogavia is devoting an entire issue of astrology today as a larger expose that she's written about what happened in Fainalyn. Oh, no. <laughs> entirely <laughs> devoted to profiling her version of Patty Hertz's past, present, and future. Oh, God. Ooh. And that this issue uh, will come out tomorrow. And oh, you Jesus. are able to learn <laughs> where and when 
uh, a delivery of these magazines will be coming into Milnor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. 4 a.m. in the next morning. <sighs> and this promises to be uh, illuminating information. We, uh, I think we, gang, um, we might need to make a quick stop on our, our way to the shops tomorrow morning. So everybody get to bed. We have an early start tomorrow. <laughs> 4 a.m., Patty. That's the worst time for anything. It's too late to stay up, and it's too early to get up. Are you kidding? Yeah, guys, it's fine. We'll go get fourth meal. We'll have a snack, and we'll just get some magazines. It's going to be fun. It'll be a team-building exercise. Whoa. I've never gotten, like, the like early editions of astrology today. It's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun, Johnny. I promise. trust patty on that one but 4 a.m is truly the worst a.m there is if you're somehow listening to this at a 4 a.m you have my condolences and hey i know you know we have a patreon and that it's the main way that this show is funded and that we appreciate it more than words can possibly express when you subscribe and that it's at patreon.com slash bcb party but did you know that we're working on another patreon exclusive one shot It's true. Unlike the three-episode arc that the last quote-unquote one-shot turned into, this is actually a single episode, a single long episode. It's set during this Mjolnir arc, and much like the last Patreon exclusive, will feature some familiar voices. It should be releasing sometime soon, and the best way to see that happen is to subscribe now. And as always, thank you for continuing to spread the word about this show and helping new people find it. We'll always have more than enough teeth for whoever wants a nibble. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, so today, Day Zelf wants to do some shopping and chop off some invitations uh, and see if he can find Groton. <laughs> what are you guys doing? So I think Patty is really interested in just finding out any additional information she can about this magazine delivery. Where is the train coming in? How are the magazines being stored? Nice. What if any security precautions are in place? So she'd <laughs> like to do some research to find that out. Yeah. I hope I'm aware of the tracks to explosion. Yeah, she's very concerned about <laughs> the prospects of this expose. I might as well be dead if my reputation is dragged through the mud. <laughs> <laughs> the others of you, what were you wanting to do prior to the meeting the dentist? I want to learn more about the Beast of Mjolnir, Justin. Yeah, that was also my angle. I was thinking yes. that we should like hit up the Hunter's Guild or something like that. Because there's like a group of bounty hunters and trackers in this city. Yeah. That's, that's something Johnny is interested in following up on. Yeah, uh, Zelf actually has a membership at the Hunter's Guild if you need an in. What? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? There? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a member. I pay my dues. One of the setting traits that I took is called Recipe Raider. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to know how to cook to make money in Mjolnir's Restaurant District. You begin the game as a level one member of the Mjolnir Hunter's Guild and are friendly with its leader. Whoa. Okay. That rules. I'm going to have everybody roll to gather information. Paul, specifically, the way that I'm going to do it is for every increment of five that your roll is. So if you roll a 30, then you'd get six. There is a list of six suspects. Yes. And I will give you a motive and more information <laughs> for each increment of five that you roll, essentially. Awesome. That's great. I would like to use a spell that I... Wait, Paul, what, what, what are you going to use to roll this? I'm going to use Knowledge Local. I have Enhanced Diplomacy as an origin, so that could give you a plus two on a Diplomacy check. Mm, my Diplomacy is solo. It's um, what? plus three, so even with that bonus. Okay, well, if anybody else makes a Diplomacy check, let me know. Johnny will, definitely. All right, Johnny, you get it. Sweet. Uh, she gives it to you in the form of a firm, but not too firm, handshake. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Good handshake. Thank you. And I'm going to roll diplomacy as well. Uh, I rolled a 28 on my diplomacy. Fucking incredible. What is your bonus to that? I'm having a Johnny made an attack roll moment. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus 11 to diplomacy. I'm very charming. That is so good. I've got a lot of bonuses. I rolled a 17. <laughs> oh, wow, Zelf. Oh, Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul, how'd you roll? 
I rolled a one. (laughs) (laughs) And what'd you roll on your inspiration? Bonus die. A one. (laughs) (laughs) That's rough, Paul. Oh, I decided to roll a knowledge local and almost as badly as Paul rolled a two. So that gives me a seven. Ouch, guys. Paul, did you have anything else to uh, game the system here? (laughs) Justin, I only have one thing to ask. Before I go out onto the town, can I spend an hour reading this book that I got in Fainalyn called Train Your Brain Gremlin? (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Then let me just make an intelligence check. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) That's a natural 20. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, damn. This is, I feel like, Astra's... Not in, in no way Astra's darkest secret, but the secret Astra thinks is the darkest is that the train your brain gremlins is actually effective because she ripped it off of a book that was actually effective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so since I finally used this, can you explain what kind of puzzles are in this book? Oh, yeah. So it contains I'll read the description. It contains 10 puzzles made to test the mind and stir the intellect. You like that, right? It's a stirring metaphor. Solving a single puzzle requires at least an hour and a successful DC 10 intelligence check, though every five points by which you exceed the check reduces the amount of time you need to solve the puzzle by 10 minutes. So you did a really good job. You solved it really quick, Paul. Once you solve a puzzle for the next 24 hours, you can choose to roll twice on a single disabled device, knowledge, or sense motive skill check and take the higher result and so i think it's a variety i think some are really basic what are the difference between these two pictures (laughs) that's incredible i love those is it like a word search (laughs) yeah there's a word search there's just a regular like maze puzzle and then there are a couple like riddles and that's just it but the book is imbued with magic which is why it works Amazing. That is like a kid's activity book. I have one that was like Mario themed. It blew my mind. That's great. Yeah, this is all gremlin themed. (laughs) All right, Justin. Uh, Because you generously allowed me to invoke that train your brain gremlins moment. (laughs) Stupid. Uh, My second roll is a total of 31. Wow, I helped? No. (laughs) I helped. You made a critical difference in my success and lining up this list of suspects which the murder mystery dinner party would not be as fun without a full list of suspects. (laughs) Wait, I have to ask, does Astra know that you are doing these puzzles? Great question. I think it depends on how quick she takes off in the morning, because if not, then she'll see me lingering at the breakfast table, cracking (laughs) open this beaded purple uh, hardback book. (laughs) I love that she puts beads on the book. I imagine more of a pamphlet, but yeah, the pamphlet is covered in beads. Um, They're just like stuck in the binding where the staples are. (laughs) Accidental. Uh, No, Astra's not an early riser or an early do anything. Um, She's like me in that way. She's pretty lackadaisical. Um, Yeah, I think she probably sees it. And she's probably like, oh, did Johnny give you one of those? No, I picked it up at a bookstore in Fainland. Something about it caught my eye. Oh, uh... I've always wondered what sort of fae resided in my brain. Oh. And if it's at least gremlins, maybe this will change the ecosystem. Yeah, that's a great way of thinking about it. I think you're really going to get far with this. And if you need refills, just let me know. I'm always always here to help. I'm 
always here to help, Zelf. See, this is the high-quality printing that you can expect from my imprint. So whenever you want to circle back to the cookbook thing, you and I could really do some good business together. Like all, all of these places we've been, you know, I keep <laughs> seeing these cookbooks from local authors. That could be you, Zelf. Your name in lights. You've already sold me, Astra. Should we shake on it? She reaches out a hand. This one's binding. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, sorry. I had jam on my hand. It wasn't supposed to buy. <laughs> yeah, that's especially binding. Yeah. Jam. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sticky in the morning. I don't know how. Uh, boy, I feel so good about that. A 31. Boy. That's really good. That's exciting. I updated the suspect list for you, Paul. So, Zelf, you spent oh, a couple hours just talking to people around the restaurant district, getting an idea of who is suspicious, who has it out for the Vilnets, or could potentially benefit from taking the high chef's fingers. And how many invitations do I have to pass out? If you are keeping two yes. for Zelf and Patty, you have three. Can I work with Astra to make a convincing fake? <gasps> Ooh, I love that. Absolutely. Oh, yes. I love that, Paul. What kind of check would that be? Uh, a bluff check. Ooh. Okay. Uh, in that case, I think I want four invitations total, and I'll give the fake to Bocus in case it's bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how many fakes did you want? Just one. Okay. Uh, Astra's going to make three. <laughs> She's not going to tell this you about great. the other two. I love this. I love this. <laughs> so She's going to slip the other two into her pocket. Suddenly 50 people show up to the dinner party. Like. <laughs> uh, my helping die was a 19 total. Great. Um, my base roll was a 23. Excellent. I haven't decided if I'm going to keep those two for Astra and Johnny to crash. It should be really funny. And who are you two strangers? <laughs> uh, or if she's going to sell them, maybe, or just use them to grease some palms. Um, you know, they just seem useful things to have. Astra, with your role, a 23 plus two from Zelf's aid, uh, you were able to forge three beautiful, convincing invitations, Astra. Amazing. Letters. I'm telling you, they're the easiest thing to forge. They're just so simple. <laughs> People rarely know what to expect from a letter, so it's always a mystery, so they're not going to look too hard about the contents. Anyway, don't mix it up with the other two. <laughs> Just kidding. You will. They're very good forgeries. Thank you. I imagine somebody's going to be keeping count, but they won't know who was really invited and who wasn't. And I think the more confusion, the better for us. Oh, of course. And we're so good at reaping it. Well, we're at least good at sewing it. <laughs> Zelf, you are able to deliver those invitations to your four targets. Lovely. <laughs> Fucking funny. Do I deliver them by hand or do I just give them to a valet? Your choice. I don't think Zelf needs to see these people until the dinner party. <laughs> Great. Yep. Yep. You hand uh, the invitations off. One thing I also wanted to say is uh, Manny will offer his services for the party uh, as the help. Um, if you will allow him, he will uh, work in their kitchen. Thanks, Manny. You know, I didn't overlook the fact that at the will reading, you mentioned that it was Dream Naga that the chairman prepared. And it should have rung a bell at the time that that's exactly how the chairman was going to deliver his secret message. But it didn't. So I am going to take you up on your offer, and I want you to keep an eye out for something obvious. 
that maybe we overlooked. Yes, sir, Chef. I won't let you down. Oh, Manny. Manny, Manny, Manny. (laughs) You're too good for your own good. (laughs) (laughs) That's the nicest one of those Manny, Manny, Mannies you've done yet. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. It won't last. (laughs) (laughs) Patty Hurts, going to the train station... You had rolled a seven with your urban bonus uh, that puts you at a nine. You don't figure out anything groundbreaking, but you are able to confirm that the train will arrive at 4 a.m. It's not guarded in any particular way. So once the magazines arrive, there will be uh, three Mjolnir couriers waiting um, who will distribute it. Probably two people on the train traveling with the magazines. None of them combatants in any way. Just uh, everyday workers. Excellent. Patty files that away for future reference. Astra and Johnny. (laughs) As you walk uh, and you're sharing information just the rumors that Patty had gleaned in the morning about the new victims of the beast. One of the locations where the beast had attacked is a place that they call Garnish Town, which is where <laughs> a, a lot of the Kilfs moved into. It's one of the only places in Mjolnir where you see uh, plants growing. They've like put in little parks uh, and gardens around. You eventually find... A small strip of restaurants. This looks like a brand new building. There are two open spaces and one that is filled with a restaurant called Familiar Taste of Home. It is a restaurant uh, for wizards that they can uh, go and eat with their familiars. So they uh, make a meal for a person and then they make a matching meal for the pet. Cute. Well, let's check it out. You find an elven woman named uh, Faimari Till, who is just beside herself that this has happened. While she didn't witness it, it was right outside of her cafe, The Familiar Taste of Home. Um, She is willing to speak to literally anyone who will listen to her. Um, A lot of Kaelfs don't have the energy. (laughs) Well, that sounds like somebody Johnny would listen to. (laughs) Whoa, hey, what's going on? She immediately breaks down, crying in your arms. Astra, you note that there are never any actual tears, uh, just a lot of uh, (laughs) performative crying. But she tells you, it's so terrible. What happened? The Beast of Mjolnir got her. Yeah? I was attacked by the Beast of Mjolnir once. Did you know that? Whoa, you were attacked? (laughs) Like, what does it look like? He has these long arms and legs and then his face it's like 80 percent mouth it's just the largest mouth i've ever seen have you told anyone else about this like did you tell like the authorities i've told anybody who will talk to me about it (laughs) yeah that's how we met them don't you remember johnny but did that include the authorities (laughs) like (laughs) there's not really authorities in milnor the closest is the hunters guild and there's been a bulletin uh, a posting for hunting the beast for a while Mm -hmm. they're all on the lookout for it for sure Hmm. how did you survive like everyone else just gets like torn apart like it's really incredible You're, you're telling me luckily he just thought i was poor I think he was just confused. Once he realized that I wasn't poor, he left. Wow. (laughs) Johnny is, like, pretty stunned. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Yeah. What? How? I mean, I'm not very good at telling by looking, but, like, how how could he tell you were not poor? 
I made it to the restaurant. And then I think he was like, oh, no, she's one of us. She, you know, she's one of the good ones. You know, I'm trying to challenge the status quo by opening my shop here with my husband. You know, a lot of people judge us for this. What, they say things like you're gentrifiers or? Yes, it, it, my husband Gentry and I opened this place. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Gentry and Femari Till. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. like, are there... Stupid. Like, I just... Astra? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 Johnny, come over here for a minute. I'm so so sorry, Miss, Miss Till. We'll talk to you in a minute. The beast can't sense wealth, right? That can't be it, right? Maybe the beast knows her. Like, you know, like, oh. what if the beast, like, knows rich people? Because, like, all rich people know each other, oh. right? So, like. Yeah, wait, let's get a real pinpoint on when the beast stopped attacking her. Because if it is like a bunch of light fell on her face and the beast stopped, then that's a really good angle. I was thinking maybe there was something magical about their restaurant. Oh. But yours seems like a more reasonable angle, which is kind of devastating for me personally. <laughs> It could seriously be either. <laughs> I think we should ask both. <laughs> I think this is a good this is a good path. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was listening and hi, I'm Astra, I'm the other investigator here. What at what exact moment did the beast pull back from attacking you? Can you can you break it down to us moment to moment? I was walking back from the restaurant district at night and after I crossed the bridge, I felt like somebody was following me. And then mm. I saw the beast in the shadows and he just started to run at me. And so I started to run uh, and he chased me all the way to here, to the front of the restaurant. And he saw me like, fumble with the keys, like trying to get in. And I, I had heard the rumors about the beast that, you know, he only attacked poor people. So I started yelling, you know, I'm not poor. I'm not poor. <laughs> and, you know, it, it seemed to listen to me. I'm not poor. I'm not poor. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what, what happened after that? Did it, so it just left? Did it go back the way it came? Yeah, it, it turned around uh, and just started to walk off. And then, you know, later that night, I heard that a waiter was killed. Uh, so he, he did continue to hunt. Mm, probably a poor waiter, huh? <laughs> Is there anything about the outside of a familiar taste of home, their restaurant that looks like it might ward off a beast. Do they have any cool decorations? They've got mistletoe or holly or something. Like, <laughs> is is there anything visible on the outside that would deter a beast? This is great questioning. Like plants that repel deer. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's the smell of their cooking. Well. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you look around at the outside of the building. Faimari invites you inside and, and gets you some food as she's talking to you. So you, you get to see the interior. You don't see anything uh, mystical in nature. So nothing magical that may ward away uh, some sort of creature of the night or <laughs> evil or chaos or anything like that. You do see that there is a stark difference between this building and the rest of Garnish Town, just in terms of the amount of money that went into it. Hmm. If Faimari is correct, uh, and it was based on wealth, quite clearly uh, she is much wealthier than everybody else in the vicinity. While you guys are eating, Gentry comes out. Uh, he's also just, you know, well-to-do elf uh, and he kind of reiterates exactly what Faimari had told you 
They serve you uh, both a regular-sized meal and then also a smaller pet-sized one. Uh, even though you don't have pets, it's just part of their gimmick. Well, this is just delightful. Got him. I mean, Patty's little. She might eat the pet-sized <laughs> serving. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it to go in a doggy bag. For Manny. <laughs> yeah, the closest any of us has to a familiar. Um, the little stranger doesn't eat, so... I mean, at least not that I know. So, like, you two are, like, new, like, restaurant openers, right? Like, are you friends with, like, other people who are opening up restaurants? Gentry sighs deeply. He says, you know, originally we had planned to open up this restaurant in the restaurant district. We had uh, a building picked out. And then we started getting harassed. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Uh, It started small. uh, And then it just escalated and escalated to the point that, you know, we lo- no longer felt safe. We really were, like, chased out of the restaurant district. Hmm. He thinks about whether or not he should continue, but... <laughs> no, bro, please. Like, like you want some tea? Like, this tea made pretty awesome. Sit down. <laughs> uh, he sits down with you and says, you know, I don't want to talk ill about anybody, but it did end up being the same building that Marth by Marth is opening in now. Oh. Whoa. I know that the Marths wanted that space uh, when we had originally purchased it. They weren't happy that we got it. <laughs> and so even though I can't prove it or do anything about it, I am 100% sure that it was the Marths that were behind the harassment. Did you get an invitation to the opening? We didn't, no. Well, <laughs> us either, you know? And we're very good dinner guests, so. <laughs> How can you tell that the Mars were doing it and not like somebody like, say, like the Vilnets or something? Well. Not saying they do it, but. The Vilnets seem like they're good people. The Marths directly benefited from us leaving. Uh, they've never been kind to us. My wife is originally from Milnor, but she Spent a long time in Alatir. That's where I'm from. They consider us outsiders still. We just came back to the area to open this restaurant. So they, they kind of look down on us. I've heard that's been pretty rough. Like, yeah, like that's kind of like one of the things about like the Mars opening, right? Yeah. I mean, they're from Milnor, but they don't have any chefs in their bloodline. So I'm not really sure how they're doing this. I'll be interested to see. Yeah, us too. We're big fans of food. So thank you for comping the meal while we investigated this. We're, we're so appreciative and we'll, we'll, we'll be sure to stop by uh, another time with our full group. Um, big spenders in that group. Okay, thank you. Bye. Disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Belly's full, mind's empty. The five of you are all headed in the same basic direction, which is the northern part of West Milnor. Uh, that's where the train station is, the Hunter's Guild, and also Grattan's apartment. You guys can travel together there. Zelf, it becomes increasingly clear there was a second attack at the same apartment building that Grattan lives. What? Wow. There is a small crowd that's gathered. Oh, no. People are kind of talking amongst themselves that they can't believe that the beast has struck again twice in one night. Uh, it's never happened before. Hmm. Well, since this is right out front, uh, Zolf wants to go investigate the scene. You climb the stairs to the second floor and you find Grattan's apartment door oh, no. is wide open. Oh, no. uh, and you see two Hunter's Guild agents that you're familiar with talking to each other. Very serious. They're so focused on on their work and what they're doing, they don't see you approach. Oh, no. 
as you step to the doorway, you see a grisly sight. Grattan is on the floor, seemingly the victim of a violent animal attack. Oh, no. 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 Oh, Grattan. What? We were just here. Oh, boy. Oh, this is gruesome. These guys don't seem like they're shutting him down. So Zelf is going to go over and start his own investigation. I mean, you're a member of the guild, so, like, why not? He's going to start looking for his own evidence, what the state of the room is, what kind of footprints there are, things like that. Sure. You can make a perception check, anybody who would like to look more closely at the area here. Yeah, sure. I want to figure out whether or not it looks like all of Groton is here disassembled or if it seems like part of him might have been eaten or taken away but i only got a nine on my perception roll so maybe somebody else could check nice i rolled a 19 for a total of 18 good every time andrew (laughs) (laughs) are there any signs of like a trail or tracks Ooh. or anything. Ooh, I have a 29 on my perception check. Mm. Hot damn, Patty. Uh, if you roll survival, Patty, uh, you can use that to follow tracks, uh, which you will definitely find with your perception check roll. Okay, let's see. 24 plus three bonus to follow tracks plus two bonus in urban terrain. So that's a 29. And Justin, I got a 22 on my perception. Excellent. Astra, even with a nine, you can tell that a good portion of Grattan is missing. With your amazing diplomacy check that you rolled first to collect information about the beast, you're able to listen in uh, to the conversation between the two hunters, guild members who are here, and chat them up. And you learn that this... Attack is different from the other Beast of Mjolnir attacks. Normally, the Beast of Mjolnir hunts on the street uh, and and grabs people, more low-income people, out in the night Mm. as they're walking. Um, This is the first time anybody has been attacked in their own residence. Mm. A disruption in a pattern, you say. The killer is escalating. Yeah. Zelf, using your perception and studying the crime scene, you find two things of interest. First, you find in the floor near Groton four perfectly spaced out holes, the exact same size in a perfect line, Hmm. made in like the wood floor of his apartment. Hmm. Interesting. You remember that Groton had went into a shelf in the back of his apartment and and pulled out one of his cookbooks uh, that he had long abandoned so that he could teach you the validation spell. When you go back to grab his cookbook, you find that it is missing. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Are the four perfectly lined up holes the remains of a giant fork attack? Um, You think perhaps it's not unlike a fork. It... it (laughs) It would have to be extremely large, like a trident-sized fork. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, Justin. Okay. Patty Hurts, you are a talented tracker. You have insanely great roles on both your perception and your survival check made to follow tracks. And you are able to find the most imperceptible footprint. What's strange is that they do not appear to be monster feet in any way 
Um, they look as if they are a humanoids. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to share with the gang my track findings. The fact that I'm horrified that anything humanoid would do such a thing. I'd be like, guys, guys, should we follow it? I know this isn't really what we had planned for the day, but I mean, I think this is a real opportunity to get some information on the beast and maybe even find it. Oh, Justin, can I guess how long Grutten has been deceased? Uh, you imagine that he has been dead probably about eight hours. Well, the trail might be cold by this point, but I'd like to follow it. If you've got a lead, I think we should take it. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, we're on the trail. Let's do it. I'll round up with the leader of the Hunters Guild later to get the neighbor's statements, but I think this is a priority. Justin, uh, does Grutten have any other personal effects, hat, or accessories that Zelf can take as a memento? Uh, definitely. You can take uh, a memento of Grattan's. His glasses, you could take those. Yeah, whatever was the first thing you thought of. Zelf will grab, and then it's off on the chase. Patty, you follow the footprints that you find. So exciting! And it's almost as if you're doubling back uh, from where you came from. It leads into the Noble District. Of course it does. And then deeper <laughs> towards the Restaurant District. Oh, shit. <laughs> the restaurant district is very well-traveled. A lot of time has passed. But you find yourself in the area of, like, B&B 3.5, where you had brunch before. Critical Ale is here, and Carnivore is here in this vicinity of where the tracks seem to end for you. Hmm. Well, guys, I was hoping we'd hunt down the beast himself. By following this lead, but I think that's not going to happen. I mean, we do have a better idea for where we need to focus our search, though. Yeah, I think that's a great step. I think this is a copycat. I think this is somebody using the beast's (gasps) murder as cover. Oh, Zelf, that's so nefarious. Whoa. Like the hunters said, this doesn't have the same MO. (gasps) You should be a criminal profiler, Paul. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, you cut right through Justin's setup. (laughs) I'm a culinary profiler. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and in Mjolnir, that's the same thing as a criminal investigator. Zolf <laughs> is going to stand up and brush off his shoulder and say, but I think we might be looking for the same person that we're going to investigate at Marth by Marth. But also, why kill Graden? I mean, he's, he was a pretty small fry, so to speak. Right, Zolf? Graden. As an ex-apprentice of Chairman Naga, I think would be targeted by very specific individuals who thought he had some kind of legacy or secret knowledge of his own. Hmm. And doesn't that mean you are at risk, Zelf? Of course. In fact, now it's time to ask (laughs) all of you for a favor. I had a dream last night, and it's a rule of mine not to talk about dreams in the morning. I find the (laughs) meandering... Vague yet detailed explanation of dreams <laughs> tedious. But this one, this one was specifically left in the form of a magic spell by my ex-mentor. Oh. Whoa. And he revealed to me the location that he hid his magical cookbooks. Oh. Well, exciting. And it's in the same catacombs that we're going to tonight, just in a different wing. I'd like to find them. I think their presence is a danger. I think they'd be safer with me. Oh my god, we should totally find themselves. This is like a message from the spirits. Like, 
People from beyond the grave have communed with you in your dreams. That's incredible. Oh, I wish that ghosts would talk to me. It would be so exciting. <laughs> Zilf, does, does that mean you think that Groton also got a message? Ah. That's exactly why I went to his house, but I waited too long. Whoa. I'm sorry I asked you make us waffles. I'm just craving them. Now I feel really bad. No, at the time he died, he was gone even before I awoke in the morning. Oh, thank God. Okay. He, I, and Bocus all got a message, hmm. which I find very suspicious. Hmm. Oh, and Manny, too, since he ate the same sashimi that the rest of us did. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. Is it our chance you just ate some nasty fish? It was delicious. <laughs> I think this trail is cold, unless Patty has any more notes to make. And I think that the people I'll be chatting up tomorrow night will at least be in the same circle as whoever did this. And so I'm going to try to get more details from them about where to go next. I think that sounds like a good plan. It's a shame, though. Yeah? Groton tried to get out, and this is what he got. Manny, let this be a lesson. This is the world of Mjolnir chefs. Once you get in, there are only a few ways to leave. That's so moving, Zelf. Maybe that's what should be on Groton's tombstone. He tried to get out. This is what he gets. So meaningful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Groton got gotten. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party, and a very extra special thank you to our Patreon subscribers. You're the best. Around. Nothing's ever going to make you come down. Is that the, is those the lyrics? Anyway, Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadehar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Estra Blep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber, this episode edited by Justin Green. Teeth, 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 teeth. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.